Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. <laughs> but before You're we do jerk. that... <laughs> Before we do that, Travis, uh-huh. yes. how has your week been going, man? Oh, I got a car. What? Sweet baby Jesus, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you I finally are, you got are a mobile car. again? Yes, I am mobile again. So I will be out on your streets uh, delivering that food. So uh, look out. <laughs> Stay off the roads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm so sad, though. I didn't have a chance to go see Free Guy this weekend. Man, neither did I. I didn't, but I did. So I came prepared. I watched a bunch of things, though. You did? Okay. Perfect. I did. Well, before we do that, um, yes. I actually uh, I did talk to uh, a couple listeners who did oh, have did a you? recommendation for us. Okay. Uh, and that was that uh, The Jungle Cruise was actually pretty fantastic. Oh, good. Okay. So, Finn, Teddy, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I still haven't had a chance to watch it, but it's it's on my to-watch list. Cool. All right. But, uh, yeah. So, which movies did you watch, Travis? So, I watched a, a lot of things. <laughs> so, I watched the whole first season of Vikings mm-hmm. on, on uh, I believe it was on uh, the History Channel. Yep. Uh, so, I watched the first season. That was really good. Um, I don't know if I want to continue, though, because I don't know if, like, they're trying to make it to where they're all bad people, but, like, there's no redeeming qualities with these people. Oh, so <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I want to continue, but visually, the acting, the story was very good of what I've seen so far. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then I watched a classic. I watched Dodgeball. Very nice. Very and nice. And then I watched two other classics. I watched uh, Team America World Police. And then I was in a Tarantino kick, so I watched Hateful Eight. Okay, okay. And then my favorite thing that I watched over the weekend was a documentary. I think I talked about on here maybe a couple podcasts ago. But it was the Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO Max. Okay, okay. And that was very, very good. Uh, If you love going to concerts and you kind of want to hear the story of all of what happened and what went on during those three days, then that's definitely your documentary. Very nice. And you said it was on HBO Max? It is on HBO Max. Okay. Oh, oh. And I also watched the first episode of What If. Oh, yeah. No, I did that too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that I did do. Mm-hmm. I was, it's going to be an interesting show. It is definitely. <laughs> what did you think of the first episode? Uh, I liked it. It was definitely different. I just didn't know how they were going to go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, uh, the, like the, I'd say that that episode was a good, a good way of knowing how the rest of the stories might go in terms of how they portray it. Right, right. And they actually didn't have Chris Evans voicing Captain America. It was pretty darn close, uh, though. 
Yeah. Sorry, it was. It's not Captain America. Steve Rogers. Yep. <laughs> they got they got very close with his voice. So I was very surprised. And that was her, like Peggy, like Peggy Carter doing yes. her voice, right? Okay. Yes. Yes, it was. And was that uh, Hugo Weaving's no. voice that I heard? Or it, it was, was not. It okay. was not. I think Hugo Weaving has kind of extremely distanced himself from the from from Marvel after the first movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like he didn't show up in Endgame or anything like that, and I I highly doubt that he showed up for the What If series. Right. So let me see if I can actually. So I'm just wondering if it's the same guy from Endgame or not, or Infinity War. Uh yes, yes okay. it was. Uh, Ross Marquand. That's a spot on imitation, though I will say. Absolutely. And he's also, so he was, uh, he's Aaron in The Walking Dead. Okay. If you ever watched The Walking Dead. I have, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm just seeing if there's anything else that I might know him from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not really, just a lot of here and there stuff. Okay. Apparently he played Paul Newman in an episode of Mad Men. Really? Okay. So. Never watched that show. I mean, I can, I can definitely see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So, uh, but yes, uh, yeah, no, Hugo Weaving has kind of washed his hands of Marvel, I guess you could say, after, after the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just way too big for him. <laughs> yes, yes, the, uh, the guy who did Matrix and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you even say, I mean, I, I mean, on, on, on terms of, like, the content they've put out... Marvel is definitely bigger, but could you say that Lord of the Rings is bigger than Marvel? See, I just be- I, I was gonna. I think that's that's almost like comparing apples to oranges. That's true. And the the reason I say that is because Marvel is you know how many movies now. Yeah, uh, and not true. only that, but it, it's you know different characters have different movies, mm-hmm. whereas Lord of the Rings was, you know, these characters going across the three movies, mm-hmm. and it's only three movies unless unless you do the Hobbit, then and you know that's, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, you know, three movies, mm-hmm. I I would say, fan base wise. Lord of the Rings might edge it out, but that being said, there is a lot of overlap between Lord of the Rings fans and Marvel fans, would be my guess. That's very true. That's very true. I could definitely see that. But I think Lord of the Rings might might edge it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, like, the, 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 uh, those books have been around for so long. That is true. That is true even before the movies so i mean it makes sense <laughs> and then there's been how many movies too like how or how many iterations of movies i guess that's true yeah so um i totally forgot where we were going oh yeah what if <laughs> uh yeah i can't wait till this week's episode and we'll see how it goes yeah i can't either it should be fun oh yeah but uh yeah i guess talking about you know lord of the rings and how that's mm-hmm. been going on for many many years going into our first news story with the uh, the suicide squad hitting number one that means that sylvester stallone has had 
number one films in six different decades. Oh wow! Okay. So basically, uh, going back to the to the seventies, you know, you have Rocky. Mm-hmm. In the eighties, you have Rambo. You know, First mm-hmm. Blood. The nineties, you have Cliffhanger. Uh, the two thousands was Driven. I don't know if you remember that one at all. I remember it. I never saw it. Oh no! Wait, I did see that one. That's the racing one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was that was like. 2001 mm-hmm. so uh there is that and then 2010s was the expendables and now the 2020s he has the suicide squad so six different decades he has had number one movies in wow that's <laughs> quite the crazy career. to think about yeah absolutely absolutely that's that's quite the career mm-hmm. and to think that you know he wrote rocky and while he was writing rocky he actually had to sell his dog in order to eat. Wow. And then when uh when he sold the or when he sold the rights to Rocky, you know, he was mm-hmm. still able to put into the provisions that he would direct and act in it and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. he sold the rights and the first thing he did is he went back and bought his dog back. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well good, at least he got his dog back. Right, right. But <laughs> Yeah. And then now now he's just doing voiceover work for the Suicide Squad. Uh and there's nothing wrong with that because King Shark is amazing. Exactly. Exactly. But going from a comic book movie mm-hmm. to, I guess, technically a live-action a- live adaptation of a animated movie? Mm-hmm. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, we, had, <laughs> we had Cruella with Emma Stone here not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And apparently Emma Stone has closed a deal for a sequel to Cruella. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that that is officially now on its way. Well, good for her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. It looks like Disney hasn't really released numbers on, you know, how many people did the Disney Plus access, whatever, to watch mm-hmm. it at home or anything like that for Cruella. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously it did pretty good. If I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they're going to make a sequel and they haven't released those numbers, it must have done okay. <laughs> At the very least. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that's good. That's good. Good deal. But going from that sequel to mm-hmm. another sequel that we've actually talked about before here with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, because the first movie was pretty awesome, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, or it is, it is now, I guess, official that mm-hmm. Knuckles, uh, who is going to be in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, is going to be voiced by Idris Elba. Perfect. <laughs> so going from the uh, very hard R Suicide Squad mm-hmm. to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on in my opinion, like, I, I think Idris Elba, he's he's going to be really good in this part. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For some reason, I picture Knuckles with having, like, almost like a Spicoli from the Fast Times at Ridgemont High kind of surfer stoner kind of sound to his voice. I think, I think in the animated series, he does. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he kind of has, like, a like a jock surfer stoner kind of yeah sound to his voice. But instead, they're going the british route which yeah gruff 
which I mean, I am interested to hear what it'll sound like. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Especially since, uh, at the, at the end of the last movie, we had tales come in Mm -hmm. with the original voice actors or the original voice actor. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how it goes. Most definitely. Wait, it says Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is in post-production. Wait, what? I didn't know they were even filming. Uh, no, I, well, I knew that they, we knew, we had said in the podcast that they were filming. Oh, that, okay, yeah. Wait, did, no, I think, I think we did announce that they had finished, they had wrapped filming not too long ago here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, I remember saying that, that they had wrapped filming. So they might have had like a, like a temporary person. Mm-hmm. Uh, voicing him on set. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, to get the actual uh, the actual voice, they have Idris Elba coming in to do uh, all of that. We need you to come in and we need you to voice Knuckles. Right, right. Although I'm not I'm not seeing Tails on here. Hmm. Interesting. But I'm, I'm sure as more stuff gets released and it gets closer to the release date of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, they'll release more, you know, people that are in the cast. Oh, most definitely. Because I'm sure they're gonna, you know advertise the heck out of it like they did the first one so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll see how it all goes definitely fantastic uh well speaking of joining movies mm-hmm. a movie that we had talked about last week as well uh the new wes anderson movie mm-hmm. actually had two more people join in uh this week here and well speaking of suicide squad uh margot robbie joined into the wes anderson movie and then so did Scarlett Johansson. So they will join with uh, Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, and Tom Hanks, who we announced last week. That is nuts. It is going to be a crazy movie. Yeah, no kidding. Like, but, I've always known Wes Anderson was, like, a popular but, like, niche director. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the fact that he can pull these names out of is just crazy i oh, love and it not only that but pull some of these names out multiple times oh i know but i mean yeah like i know i feel like a broken record but <laughs> go see grand budapest hotel it is <laughs> like even if you don't like the story just look at the cinematography of it mm-hmm. it is insane just how 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 good it is and oh so good it is I would also recommend Moonrise Kingdom. That's another really good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I know people always go for, like, uh, Life Aquatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know about that one. Well, the first Wes Anderson movie I ever saw was The Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that movie. Well, was it that or was it Rushmore? I don't think I've ever seen Rushmore. Oh, okay. Uh- uh but yeah and then and then he has his, his uh stop motion movies too because mm-hmm. he has fantastic mr fox and isle of dogs oh, i forgot about isle of dogs that, that was another one that was really good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and also the, the fantastic mr fox yeah so i mean yes wes anderson has a very quirky direction of movies yeah <laughs> but it's a very kind of like stylized movie mm-hmm. that he does, and I really enjoy them. Me too. 
especially like oh so like with grand budapest hotel mm-hmm. basically the way to look at it is you are you are watching the movie through uh this girl's point of view who is reading a book that is written by an author that uh interviewed the owner of this hotel 40 50 years after its heyday and during the interview it's basically this hotel owner kind of reminiscing on the good stuff of or the good parts of when the hotel was open Mm -hmm. and so it's like this this layered like unreliable narrator kind of situation that's where that quirkiness kind of really comes into play Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you know you're you're going you know three four five layers deep in you know rose tinted glasses basically right yeah so i don't that's, that's just one way to kind of look at that movie and that's how wes anderson's directing style really works for that movie specifically mm-hmm. at least for me most definitely i would agree with you sir oh well thank you <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm excited to see where this new Wes Anderson movie goes. I'm excited to see the French Dispatch in a couple of weeks. Here, mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. It's gonna be very good. And then one other movie that, uh, well, we'll have to see if it's good. Mm-hmm. Is one that is actually uh, officially finished filming, and that is the Toxic Avenger movie. <laughs> uh, what, what, Travis? I, I really, I really hope it's good. I really do. The original is just cheesy classicness, mm-hmm. um, and I hope they keep that same uh, feel to the movie. Uh, I I do have faith in it since it does have uh, what's his name Elijah Wood and also okay. Peter Dinklage. Yep, and then uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yep, Jacob Tremblay. So uh, Julia Davis, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon's gonna be in it. Okay. That's what they're saying. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so Peter Dinklage is going to be the new Toxie. Okay. But we I don't know if it. his name is going to be Melvin or not. <laughs> I can see, okay, I can see Peter Dinklage playing Toxie, but I can't see him playing Melvin. <laughs> if they go that route of the original mm, but mm. i just have to wait and see but i hope it's good i really do well well yeah we'll we'll see how it all goes it should be should be pretty fun but it mm-hmm. looks like they they were filming in bulgaria wow okay hmm that works too i guess <laughs> yeah that works i mean i guess that maybe that's just where they had better uh viewpoints for cinematography wise just i don't, I don't mm-hmm. know but yeah yeah most definitely better locations maybe mm-hmm. some um some stuff worked out with like plants that they could use as uh kind of like a toxic waste area i guess exactly that's where i was trying to go yeah because i was like i wonder if they're trying to go more of like a, a chernobyl kind of look and maybe that's what it gives off without being in all that radiation We'll have to see. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, going from uh, a man who gets pushed into toxic waste and transforms into the toxic Avenger uh-huh. to uh, monsters transforming into humans with Hotel Transylvania Transformania. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Sony is actually 
not going to be releasing it in theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. So with with everything kind of going on everywhere, I guess, uh, Sony has decided that they are going to, or that they decided to uh, put it out to streaming, but they don't have their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, they've been going with, you know, kind of all over the place with their stuff. Um, I know Greyhound, that was a Sony one. That's over at on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some stuff go to like Hulu and stuff like that. Uh, and now Hotel Transylvania Transformania is going to be going to uh, Amazon Prime Video. Okay. So that really stinks for movie theaters. Just for the fact that, well, you and I both know kids movies do bank. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the fact that movie theaters are going to lose that revenue stinks. But I have a feeling this is going to do very well for Amazon Prime Video. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this is this is going to be the last film in the in the franchise is what they're saying. Okay. And uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. I mean, it looked funny when we when we saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty darn funny. Oh, it does. Yeah. So I am looking forward to seeing it. Especially if you've seen the uh, other ones. Oh, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, going from from that kids movie to a remake of a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, not remake, reboot. We have, this is going to pain me to say, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, I don't like the name. <sighs> I mean, it's going to be, so it's going to be taking place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, I was reading a bit about it, and from what I can tell, basically it looks like Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live co-wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. It says with a story by Day, uh, Streeter Seidel, and John Hughes, based on John Hughes' original screenplay from the 1990s classic, which makes me wonder... Wait, John Hughes has been dead for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. That is weird. So, I don't know why they have that in the in this article, but, like, yeah, basically there is just an updated telling of the original one, where oh. yeah yeah oh no so okay let me I'll, i'm just gonna read this here quick home sweet home alone follows the mischievous and resourceful young boy max mercer who has been left behind while his family is in japan for the holidays so when a married couple attempting to retrieve a priceless heirloom set their sights on the mercer family's home it is up to Max to protect it from the trespassers, and he will do whatever it takes to keep them out. Uh, what? They lost me at Priceless Heirloom. Yeah. They also lost me at Married Couple. Like, why can't they just be robbers? Why? <laughs> okay. So, uh, so basically... The the cast that we're looking at here is um, we got Ellie Kemper, mm-hmm. who was Kimmy Schmidt in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yep. We've got Rob Delaney, mm-hmm. who was Peter in Deadpool Two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Archie Yates is going to be Max. 
Uh, he was Yorkie in Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Uh, Keenan Thompson is going to be in there. Pete Holmes is going to be in there. Chris Parnell, Mikey Day. Uh, all is like, I'm guessing, like, side characters, really. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Parnell's character is named Uncle Stu. Uncle Stu, okay. Yeah. So, I'm wondering if Pete Holm, I, I, who are the bad guy? I, uh, well, no, they said married couple. Never mind. I, I, I just don't know who's supposed to play who. Like, obviously, I know Archie Yates is mm-hmm. basically Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just don't know. I'm baffled by this. <laughs> I kind of am too. It has me very worried about a Home Alone 3 type uh, movie, which I think the kid's name in that was Max as well. He sure was. Oh, man. Oh, no, I'm worried. (laughs) Because, like, one of Max's parents worked for some national agency, right? And they are... Something happened where he got this thing a race car with something in it that these spies were trying to get or something like that it i just watched this movie recently um you did i did i watched home alone 3 so basically it's actually not that bad like it's not as good as the first two obviously or even the first one but on, on its own it's better than the direct to to dvd or vhs ones Home Alone 4? Home Alone 4, and I think they made a 5. So there was, like, one that they did, I believe it was direct-to-DVD, and then they did one that was, like, ABC. Uh, well, there was a Home Alone, The Holiday Heist in 2012. Finn Baxter sets up booby traps to catch the ghost of his new home's former occupant, only to discover he must protect the house and his sister from three bumbling art thieves. Did that one have French Stewart in it? No. Okay, there's another one with French Stewart. Yeah, that's... Well, Home Alone 3 has French Stewart in it. And then Home Alone 4 does not. Oh, wait, no. No, it does. There is, yeah. French Stewart as Marv. Okay. And then Home Alone 3... Oh, no, it wasn't It wasn't Max. It was Alex. Alex D. Lynn's as Alex, Alex Pruitt. Yeah, okay. And then Scarlett Johansson as Molly Pruitt. Yep. Because, uh, yeah, this was 97, so, yeah, Scarlett Johansson would have been the sister. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, it, it was basically, like, the bad guys were stealing a microchip for missiles, and they put it into this remote, con- into this remote control car, and one of the old ladies that lives on the same street takes it home by accident and she ends up giving it to Alex and the robbers are trying to get this this chip but they can't find it and it's obviously it's at Max or Alex's house I almost want to say Max but okay so I was wrong I thought French Stewart was in three but he's not he's only in four yeah okay okay (sighs) yeah this movie has me straight worried I, uh... Hey, did you know that John Hughes wrote Home Alone 3? Did he? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently. 
three wasn't that bad. It's four and five. <laughs> four and five are the awful ones. Three, three gets a lot of flack, but it's honestly better than you think it is. Sure, sure. Let's go with that. Have you seen it? Yes. You have seen it, and you didn't yeah. like it from the get-go? Not really, no. Okay, all right. It, it was a little too um, yakety sax for me. <laughs> okay, all right. Does that make sense? It, it Honestly, in, in a weird way, it does. I, I guess another way to think of it is uh, it's a little too Christmas story imagination mm-hmm. where like the the robbers are kind of coming through you know through the backyard mm-hmm. in in the chris in a, a christmas story and it's like you know kind of like that that sped up like ooh, ooh, ooh. okay i will go that route so i would definitely say that but when it comes down to when the robbers are finally trying to come in and he's booby trapped at the house. I thought his ideas were really good. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see here. But not as good as the original two. <laughs> well, it's gonna be pretty, uh, pretty difficult to beat, huh? Well, he hasn't done anything since two thousand six. Okay. <laughs> uh, what has Alex D. Lynn's been doing recently? Uh, not a lot. I don't absolutely think I've seen him. nothing. Yeah. He's got no acting credits since uh, 2007. Which was Home Alone 3? No. No, Home Alone 3 was 97. Okay. And then 99 was Tarzan, where he did Young Tarzan, or he was the voice of Young Tarzan. 2000, he was the voice of Young Kale in Titan AE. Wow. Uh, 2001, he was Max Keeble in Max Keeble's Big Move. That's a good movie. That was a good movie. (laughs) That one was good. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, nothing since uh, 2007. Wow. Huh, okay, well. But yeah, yeah, so we have a new Home Sweet Home Alone coming to Disney Plus. So yeah, it is coming to Disney Plus. It's not going to theaters, but... Uh, I yeah. don't know, man. I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, November 12th, if you, if you really want to catch it. Uh, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to see... I'm probably not going to be happy about it. And then we can rip it apart on here. So it'll be fine. Perfect. Perfect. Already. Well, some stuff that does get ripped apart is in uh, a new movie that's coming out called uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good said. Awesome segue. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, th- but we do have some bad news with this movie. It has been mm. delayed. Uh, and so... It looks like it was supposed to be released September 24th, mm-hmm. and now it is scheduled to be released October 15th. I mean, Ooh. honestly, closer to Halloween, that works. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, yes, we have to wait, but honestly, these past two years have been all but waiting, so... Right. And then, uh, let's see here, I think... Yeah, so basically where it's moving to, mm-hmm. there is another movie that I know that you're going to go watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they moved it to the same weekend as Halloween Kills. Yeah, they did. Woohoo! 
you're going to have a nice little double, double feature. Oh, I sure will. <laughs> Perfect. Which is a week before you're going to have a nice little triple feature. Okay. Because <laughs> I know well, you want to go see Dune. Oh, I do. You want to go see Jackass Forever. I do. And you want to go see The French Dispatch? Oh, I sure do. Okay, but you don't want to go see Ron's Gone Wrong. Mm, not really. Even though it looks hilarious. It does, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Alrighty. So yeah, uh, Venom: Let There Be Carnage, which is the sequel to Venom, which was surprisingly good mm-hmm. for you know a PG thirteen Venom movie, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be released on the fifteenth of October. And I know a couple weeks ago we reacted to the new trailer. Looks great. Looks it fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I can't wait either. We just have to wait a little bit longer, but I think it'll be worth it. Perfect. Alrighty. Going from there, mm-hmm. we actually have a new trailer Ooh, for this week. Okay. But only one. You only get one. Oh no. <laughs> and that is Prisoners of the Ghostland, starring Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage at his Nicolas Cagey best. <laughs> so we went from Pig. Mm-hmm. which was a very kind of as far as i could tell i never got a chance to go see it but like it felt like it was a very kind of slow kind of character driven mm-hmm. movie whereas this one is just a bad trip yeah <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what it looks like from the trailer mm-hmm. but like travis said it looks like nicholas cage being his nicholas cageiest yep <laughs> It just looks. It, 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 it's perfect for him. It, it 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 looks like it's just an acid trip, or mm. whatever you want to call it. It it just looks like a good Nicholas Cagey time. Yeah, and the visuals look insane. They do, yeah. And I mean, so the premise is basically, uh, they it must be post-apocalyptic, has mm-hmm. to be, and Nicholas Cage is in some sort of prison for something mm-hmm. but basically he gets let out but he also has like explosive charges attached to him mm-hmm. and what he has to do is he has to go save this dude's daughter from out in the wasteland basically mm-hmm. or sorry ghost land and <laughs> he has five days to do it mm-hmm. now uh once he gets out there, that's when kind of the real insanity seems to start. Like, it, it seems like it's going to be crazy before that, but it's going to be very insane once uh, once he gets out to the ghost land. Yeah, ah. it, it seems like it goes, like, sci-fi all the way to, like, Mad Max. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. With, with With almost... It almost feels like Kung Fu Hustle level choreography as well. Yes. Yes, it does. So if you've ever seen Kung Fu Hustle, I mean, you'll, you'll kind of understand what we mean mm-hmm. by Kung Fu Hustle style choreography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or even like, it, it even looked like it had like John Wick type of like gunplay too. And A little I'm bit, not, yeah. Yeah. And also like with swords and it, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that that finishes off our movie news here. Oh, no. Which means you should visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At Movies Are A Thing. Come on over and say hi. 
<laughs> it always just seems like you are using a full breath to say all that. <gasps> it's like Ace Ventura trying to tell what happens. Which, isn't that something that Nicolas Cage says in Prisoners of Ghostline in the trailer? He says, like, I am nuclear! Radioactive. Radioactive, okay. So that makes sense with the song, too. <laughs> radioactive, radioactive. <laughs> we amuse ourselves way too much. Uh, we do, we do. <laughs> but you know what else looked amusing? Mm-hmm was the first movie for this uh, week that's premiering. And that oh. is Paw Patrol, which is rated G. The Paw Patrol is on a roll with their biggest rival, Humdinger, becomes mayor of nearby Adventure City and starts wreaking havoc. Ryder and everyone's favorite heroic pups kick into high gear to face the challenge head on. While one pup must face his past in Adventure City, the team finds help from a new ally, the savvy dachshund Liberty. Together, Armed with exciting new gadgets and gear, the Paw Patrol fights to save the citizens of Adventure City. IMDb is sitting at a 6.5 out of 10. As of today, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 100%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 60. So, Travis? Honestly, those are really good scores for they something are like this. amazing scores. Like, let me, let, me, let me just refresh here, see if anything has changed. Yeah, nope. Uh, we have... 14 reviews in mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes and every single one of them are fresh. So, wow. Uh like 3 out of 5 or above. All right. Well, uh which makes sense for the 60 per, or 60 metacritic score. Definitely, definitely. Cuz that's you know 3 out of 5, 6 out of 10, same thing. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, this movie is not my cup of tea. Uh, I will say that the trailer had some really good humor in it, and I hope that it goes throughout the movie. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I just don't know if I'm going to be seeing this one. I I wouldn't expect you to, Travis. <laughs> uh, and look, it it looks hilarious, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it is not geared towards me <laughs> uh i mean you know obviously you know it's, it's paw patrol it's going to be a kid's movie but then they have a lot of jokes in there i feel like more more so for the parents mm -hmm. so that they can you know not be bored to tears as well all right which is always good almost oh, definitely so I know I went and I saw the Dora the Explorer movie, and I really enjoyed that one. And I know a lot of people gave me a lot of flack for that. Because I didn't. I wanted thought, to see uh, it. I, I know you didn't, but like, there's many other people. And I know when it, you brought I believe it was an older episode of the podcast that you brought up that somebody that you knew watched it. And so, yes, that person it was me. <laughs> I really enjoyed Dora. Uh, if it, if I was still working at the movie theater and I could see this for free, I definitely would. Yeah. I just can't foresee myself paying to see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, obviously, you know, if you if you got if you have kids that like Paw Patrol, mm-hmm. this is probably going to be one that you're going to they are going to want to see. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it might be not a boring time for parents or guardians or whoever brings them to the movie theater. Well, good. I hope they all enjoy it. So, going from cute little puppies mm-hmm. to demonic possession. There we go. All right. <laughs> the next movie that we have is Demonic, which is rated R. Mm-hmm. A young woman unleashes terrifying demons when supernatural forces at the root of a decades-old rift between mother and daughter are revealed. IMDb has this one at a 5 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, as of right now, is sitting at a 0%, and Metacritic does not have a score. All right. Uh, And that is with uh, uh, 10 10 reviews Mm -hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Well, that's not good for, um, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of the director? Neil Blomkamp. Thank you. <laughs> his movies usually are well-received. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this is my pick of the weekend for sure. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it is a, it is a, a horror movie, mm-hmm. whereas... Uh, a lot of his other stuff, like his critically acclaimed stuff, isn't necessarily horror. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, District 9, obviously, that, that one's not a horror. No. Uh, Elysium, that one's not a horror, no. I don't think. And no, then it's more uh, sci-fi than anything. Yeah, and I mean, like, they weren't really critically acclaimed, but Chappie, that one's not okay. really a horror as far as mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and now we got... I know we have District 10 coming eventually. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from from what I did read is that there aren't really, there aren't, like, any jump scares or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it it wants to be a horror, but it doesn't really try to pay off anything. And like Really? It, okay. Yeah, and, like, it, it tries to pull itself possibly into a few too many directions. Mm, that's That's sad to hear. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I won't be seeing this one. Whew. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I was really looking forward to seeing this, too, because I think it looks visually awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, this one person... This is, this is just one review now. So, mm-hmm. basically, it just has a little blurb here that says, While Demonic has lofty aspirations and an intri- intriguing premise... It suffers from too many irons in the prever- proverbial fire. Mm, that's really too bad. <sighs> Which right. I mean, if you if you look at it as well, if you look at the trailer as well, kind of makes sense. It does because it does. I mean they've got the they've got the mother daughter thing, they've got the possession thing, they've got the uh, the priests that are actually like a covert hit squad type of thing. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, the, the tech company that's putting them into the simulation. They've got the simulation itself. They've got however it's connected to the to real life. You know, it's got all of this stuff that they're trying to connect. And It just sounds like it has too many cooks in the kitchen. A little bit, yeah. But, I mean, you could always give it a try, see how it looks, you know, see what it's like. Definitely. So... I will have to do that. This definitely seems like it's up my alley, but 
Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. Uh, reviews are not exactly, you know, glowing. So right. <laughs> Yeah, and that uh, is the last movie that we have for this week. Wah-wah. <laughs> Which is, uh, I mean, kind of unfortunate, but... Uh, so, Travis. Yes. You're you're a maybe on Paw Patrol? <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's a no for me, dog. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Give me that. Uh, I want to see Demonic. Okay. But like I said, I just, I, I'm going to, ha- I, I, I'm going to have to give it a shot. I will. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like that's the thing too, is you can look at a bunch of different reviews and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. until you actually watch the movie, you don't necessarily know if you're going to like it. You could find reviewers that you agree with for mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, you never know because I mean, look at, you know, I'm going to bring it up again. Power Rangers. <laughs> right. You know, like that one, I loved that movie when it came out in theaters and it just got panned by critics. It did. Yeah. As you know, kind of being like a sellout and product placement and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. When in and of itself, it was, it was a fantastic update Mm -hmm. and almost, almost kind of reimagining of the original TV show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I am, Super bummed that that one didn't get a sequel. I am too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that being said, you can visit us at Facebook. Facebook. We're at slash movies are a thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Come on over, say hi. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Hey, Travis. Yes. Do you have anything that you would like to say? I don't. I'm good. 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 Alrighty, well, in that case, I do believe that it's time. Oh, here it comes. Cue the drop! Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. But yeah. Yeah. Let me just uh, take a look at my notes here. And uh, so, uh, that's an envelope, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was food for a second there. Uh, no, it was just an envelope with a, with a little plastic window in it. Let me, let me, let me, let me grab my actual notes here. Uh, so we got the, um, oh, no, no, this is a chip bag. Never mind. Um. <laughs> I thought you were going to start, so I was just waiting for it. No, no, no. I mean, you'll you'll know when I'm about to start. Oh, there we go. That was pretty good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, either way, Paw Patrol is on a roll. Oh, where did it go? Did I close it? I closed it, didn't I? Shoot. Way to go.
I know. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that's not doing what I want it to do. Oh, where did it go? Oh, no, wait, it was... Hold on. Ah, there it was. Sorry, I had to scroll up. That's no, okay. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Breathing in the apocalypse. Yup. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 oh, we're good. Uh, so... Travis. Yes. How's it how's it going over there? It's going pretty good. Yeah. That's another movie I gotta watch on Netflix, because I haven't watched it in forever. It's accepted. Oh yeah. That one that one is pretty good. It is pretty good, yeah. You know what I need to watch? What? Mm, never give up. Mm, never surrender. Never give up. Never surrender. That one was a good movie, too. Mm-hmm. It sure was. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> By Grabathar's hammer, you will be avenged. Yup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alrighty, man. I should probably think about getting going here. Alright, sounds good. Go get some sleep, man. Nah, sleep is for the week. I gotta do other stuff. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I say as I was falling asleep at my desk, like, at 7 o'clock. Were you really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I always wonder about that if you're, like, if you fall asleep at your desk or something like that. Yeah, sometimes I do. Sure. But, I mean, it's either, you know, I'm I'm either at work, standing on my feet all day, or... I'm at my desk just relaxing at my computer so then I just you know <sighs> it's it's definitely happened to me at the theater computers so I mean <laughs> why not <laughs> nice nice mm-hmm. alrighty man you have yourself a good one enjoy the new vehicle I will you enjoy <laughs> your week hopefully you get to go see free guy because I know I'm gonna try we'll see we'll see how it goes All right, sounds good, man. All right, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.